0: The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you. Jesus took Peter, James, and John, his brother, led them up a high mountain by themselves. He was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, his clothes became white as light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, conversing with him. Then Peter said to Jesus in reply, Lord, it is good that we are here. If you wish, I will make three tents here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud cast a shadow over them. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell prostrate and were very much afraid. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Rise, do not be afraid. When the disciples raised their eyes, they saw no one else but Jesus alone. As they came, were coming down from the mountain. Jesus charged them, do not tell the vision to anyone. Until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So God the Father says to the disciples, this is my beloved son. Listen to him. So now the disciples have a choice. Choice number one, listen to him. Choice number two, do not listen to him. Of the two choices, which is the correct one to follow? Of course, the first one, listen to him. Well, let's say, for instance, the disciples decide not to listen to him. What they're going to have to do now is they're going to come up with a a good reason to justify their wrong answer. Jesus just just says hard things. Who can follow him? wants us to to, to love our neighbor, pray for our persecutors. (laughs) Who, Who can do that? When somebody slaps us on the face, we're supposed to turn the other cheek. are supposed to forgive 70 times, 7 times. Pick up our cross. He says, eat my body and drink my blood. What does that mean? Tells a rich guy, a rich guy to sell everything, give it to the poor, and then follow him. Jesus asks us to do really hard things. Sometimes when we choose the wrong thing, we have to come up with reasons to justify our wrong answer. So last week I was teaching in Braintree, a two-hour class, and at the end I was coming back home on the highway and behold, there was a sea of red brake lights in front of me. Four lanes had emerged into one. took me a half an hour to crawl a hundred yards. To the right of my car is the uh, the, uh, oncoming ramp. So a car gets on the ramp and comes and passes all of us cars that are just stuck there in traffic. Comes right up to mine and wants to cut in front of me. At that moment, I have a choice: let him in, do not let him in. What is the right choice? Let him in. But what if I decide to choose the wrong answer, not to let him in? What I'm going to have to do is I'm going to come up with with reasons to justify my wrong answer who does this guy think he is? I have been waiting here all this time and he thinks he's just going to come in and pull in in front of me? That is not fair. Let's say, for instance, you uh, get up early in the morning and you go to work and you're a hard worker, very diligent, and that's the reason why at the end of a hard work day you're tired. You go through all the oppositions and all the difficulties and the anxieties and all the, trying to solve all the problems, you're at the end of the day, you're tired. So now you get into rush hour traffic and you'd find out that you decide that you can't get home because there's no food there, so you got to stop at the supermarket. So there you are, you go into the supermarket, and then there's a woman that, that's blocking the aisle with her, with her cart. So finally you get all your food together, and you go to the checkout line. You find all the checkout lines are all on. So you, you pick a line, and you find out that somebody has an expired coupon that wants to see the manager. So there you are, you're standing there, as you're waiting, you're thinking to yourself, after you get your groceries, you're going to have to get back out into rush hour traffic, by the time you're gonna get home, you gotta cook, clean up, go to bed, and then the next day you gotta go through the whole thing all over again. So you get to the checkout, you pay the groceries, and the cashier smiles, gives you your receipt, and says, Have a nice day. That sounds like it's just a meaningless platitude, but actually. And she says, Have a nice day. You have a choice. You can have a nice day or not have a nice day. What is the right choice? Have a nice day. But what if you decide not to have a nice day? You're going to have to come up with reasons to justify why you chose the wrong answer. And as you go out into rush traffic, oh, you have lots of reasons why not to have a nice day. But what if, what if the guy while I was driving in traffic that wanted to cut in front of me was the doctor that saved my father's life when he had quadruple bypass surgery? What if the woman that was blocking the aisle with her cart was the nice woman on the phone that was helping me with my credit card problem because somebody was trying to use it to buy Rhode Island. What if the cashier was there since 6 o'clock in the morning, discovered that well, somebody didn't come in because at work because they were sick, decided to stay there extra time to help us people to get through so we can get home a little bit faster? What if my whole life is surrounded by these unsung heroes People that wanted to make my life better, people who were working hard to make me feel special, I would be having a very nice day. We have choices, and there's a white right choice and a wrong choice. Always pick the right choice. You'll never regret it.